Ghost teaching. Let's go back uh, to the day's teaching because remember, it's like writing a book. Last week, I asked the question, or God asked the question, so this week we want to go to the next answer. Last week was the question, this week was the answer. All right, let's go to that. We're going to go to that uh, uh, in today's teaching. Last week was how to have faith. So because uh, if you don't have faith, uh, you're not a believer. So we have to show you this, uh, how to have faith. Let's go to uh, last week, and we're going to go to our teaching today. Let's go back to last week first. Uh, let's go to last week uh, in the Gospel of St. Mark, uh, chapter number 4. The Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 4, uh, last week. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We're going to go to the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 4, because we, sh we showed you how to have faith. Mark, chapter 4. We're going to look at one verse, Mark chapter 4. And we showed you in verse number 40. Now, we, we, we used this last week because it taught us Jesus was getting ready to go to the other side. And, and by him going to the other side, they were fearful. But watch what God is going to say in verse number 40. And he said to them, Mark 4 and 40, Why are you so fearful? Remember they had... God already told them we're going for the other side. Now a storm came up. First thing they did was they got fearful. All right. So he's going to say to them, why are you so fearful? And then he's going to ask the question. How is it that you have no faith? So he already showed them what their problem was because they had no faith. Now, you get last week teaching because I'm not going to try to bring that up today. Uh, how is it that you have no faith? But I want to connect, because I taught last week how to have faith. You see? So I didn't teach you how that you didn't have faith. I showed you how to get faith. So I, I'm, on, I'm, on that, I'm on that again today. But this is a continuation. So uh, I'm going to give you the answer today. And we're going to go to that uh, in 1 Timothy 4, 11 through 16. 1 Timothy chapter 4, 11 through 16. And you're going to see the day why people are going to church all their lives but don't have faith yet. And I'm going to show you by the word of God. That's why people, they will be at this church this Sunday. They'll be somewhere else next Sunday and somewhere else next Sunday and somewhere else next Sunday. And they got to be over there because they're having communion this Sunday. Got I gotta see. They, I'm showing you why they don't have faith. The day, the day you'll get your message. First Timothy chapter four, and verse eleven. Now this is what God gave Paul for Timothy. He said, "These things command and teach Timothy. Let no man despise thy youth. Be thou an example of the believer in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and purity." All right, remember Timothy was the pastor of Ephesus, so we're going to go back to Acts chapter 20 and verse 28. I'm going to show you the same one word that he said to him that he said to him here. Uh, in verse 13, he said, Till I come, give attendance, number one, to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. Now, you want to underline those three words, reading, exhortation, doctrine. Reading, exhortation, doctrine. Neglect. 
not the gift that's in thee, which was past tense, given to thee, uh, which was given to thee by prophecy with the land on the hands of the presbyter, which is was past tense. All right. Verse 15. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself. You keep hearing that word, give thyself. Give yourself, hold it to them, that thy profiting, underline that word, profiting. Because if you don't have faith, guess what? You can't profit. You can't profit others, let me put it that way. Because when, you, when I show it to you, it said profit with all. The word with all means to benefit others. So if you don't have faith, you cannot benefit others. All right, now he said in verse 16, take heed to thyself and to the doctrine, again, unto the doctrine. Take heed to thyself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, continue in the doctrine. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee, if you will continue in the doctrine. All right, so today what I want to talk about is Check your doctrine. Now, I'm saying this because the question was how to have faith. How to have faith. How to have faith. Check your doctrine. Say that with me. Check your doctrine. All right. Now, I want to give you a, a, a lot for doctrine. You know, it's, 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 it's a really good time to write it down. The doctrine is belief taught by the church for salvation. So when I teach you doctrine, I'm teaching you what you believe. So doctrine is what the church teaches you for salvation. So if you're going to a church and they are teaching you something for salvation, that is called doctrine. All right? I'm showing you why people don't have faith. See, if you will check the doctrine, what you're being taught, you'll realize why you don't have faith. All right, number, uh, uh, number two, I'm giving you one more. The principles, instructions, the principles, instructions, confirmation, and the truth of the gospel. The principles, instructions, confirmation in the truth of the gospel. One more. Doctrine is what you believe to be saved. Let me say it again. Doctrine is what you believe to be saved. So if you're going to a church and you don't have faith, check your doctrine. Check what the preacher is preaching to you. Most people that go to church do not know why we teach the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ is your doctrine. That's why we give it to you, 1 Corinthians. Let me show it to you, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we're gonna, this will hopefully be on podcast Monday around 9 o'clock. And also, you will be able to get the DVD or CD from this ministry. 
First Corinthians chapter 15. So if you go into a church, once again, and you don't have faith, check your doctrine. Because if you are being taught the wrong doctrine, you will never get faith. See, last week I gave you a teaching how to have faith. And if you don't have faith, you're not a believer. The Bible said without faith, it is impossible to please God. You cannot please God without faith. You cannot believe God without faith. All right, so here it is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Come into your camera, sir. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, this is your doctrine at this church. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you. See, the word gospel is your doctrine. What gospel you hearing is your gospel, is your doctrine. So I preach to you, the, 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 Paul, Paul says, that which I preach to you, which also you have received in where you stand. See, your doctrine, you receive your doctrine, this is what you're standing on, your doctrine. And the Bible says, by which also you are saved. Your doctrine is how you're saved. If you keep in memory what I preach to you, unless you have believed in vain. Now he's saying that because most people start out believing Christ's death, death, and resurrection, and they end up going to get water baptized somewhere else to be saved. Or they wonder why we don't have bread on the table to, for forgiveness of sins. That's all that's about. That's why they eat the bread and drink the wine, because it was how, they forg how God forgave their sins. See, you're going to find out the whole problem is you, you got to know you, what are you believing? If you keep in memory what I preached to you in verse 2, unless you have believed in vain. Paul said, I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. Now, we're talking about a man who was a Jewish believer, a Jew. Now he has turned to Christianity in Christ. So he says, which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins. Well, he died for our sins on the cross. He was crucified. According to the scripture, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scripture. So it's Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. That's your doctrine. That way you ought to be able to put on 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 3, this is my doctrine. And you also should have had uh, 1 Timothy 4, 11 through 16, especially verse 16, is your doctrine. All right? Now, you got you to gotta get this because... There's a lot of doctrines, all right? Now, let me go back and show you Galatians before I get any further. Galatians chapter 1. Let me show you how the apostle Paul put it when he came down to doctrine. This is why he, 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 he really fussed in, in chapter 3 of Galatia because Galatia gave him, gave them the doctrine. So in Galatians chapter 1 and verse 6, Paul says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that call you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. This is why Paul raised his voice. He says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that call you into the grace of Christ. What's your gospel? The grace of Christ unto another gospel. Then he's going to say this, which is not another but there are some that trouble you and will pervert 
the gospel of Christ. Now he told you what your gospel is, what it called? The gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you, then that which you have been preached unto you, let him be accursed or cut off. As we say, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel to you, then that we, we, you have received, let him be accursed. For do I persuade men of God, I do, if I seek to please men, I, am not, I should not be the servant of Christ. Now watch this. Let's go to Galatians chapter 3. Now, why is he saying this? And I'm going to show you all the gospels in, in 9 and 11 o'clock service today. Lord, help me to do it. Galatians chapter 3, watch what he's going to say to them. Oh, foolish Galatians. Because once you leave your doctrine, you are left your belief as being saved. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? that you should not obey the truth. Remember, they had left the word. Before whose eye Jesus Christ has evidently been crucified among you. This only what I learn of you. Receive you the spirit by the works of the law. They went back to the works of the law. If you are still believing in water baptism as a part of your salvation, you are still under the law. If you still got to believe, you got to have what you call Passover on first Sunday. Churches have normalized it, but it's really still Passover. You are still under the law. See, and let me show you. In Galatians chapter 3, let me show you what Paul was talking about. Because I, I, I would say pretty much 75, 85, maybe 90% of people who go to church are still under the law. Let me say this to you. In Galatians chapter 3, Paul's going to let us know faith didn't come until he started preaching the gospel of Christ. So if you're not sitting under a pastor who are preaching you the gospel of Christ, you'll never have faith. And it's free. See, you're trying to get it by works. See, you think because you take communion on a Sunday and eat bread, you're going to get faith. No. You think because you're going to get water baptized, you're going to get faith. In Jesus' name, that is. You're not going to get it because it's free. All right, now, so pay attention. In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 21, watch what Paul said. If the law therefore against the promise of God, the promise system, sorry. God forbid, or certainly not. For if there had been a law given, watch this, which could have given, which could have what? Given life. See, it's free. Yet righteousness should have been by the law. So faith and righteousness is, is the same word. Let me read it again. If there had been a law given, which could have given life, Faith, righteousness should have been by the law. See, that's why you didn't have faith, righteousness, life under the law. Verse 22, but the scripture has concluded all under sin, Jews and Gentiles, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ, the promise had to be by the faith of Jesus Christ. 
See, that's the only way you get the promise, by the faith of Jesus Christ. All right? So in verse number 22 says, but the scripture has concluded all in the sin that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. So if you had the faith of Jesus Christ, then righteousness will be given to you free. But before faith came, see, Paul is telling them, listen, when faith hadn't come until Paul preached. See, so you got all these folk believing they're saved by water baptism in Jesus' name. They don't even have faith because faith hadn't come. Faith only came when you heard Paul preach. Galatians 3, 23, but before faith came, we were under, kept under the law. We were shut up unto the faith, which should afterward be revealed. That's why we read to you Romans 1, 16 and 17, write it down. I'm going to quote it for you. Romans 1, if you can come to the screen and come back, you're okay. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe, unto the Jew first, also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, and it is written, the just shall live by faith. Otherwise, the righteous shall live by faith. Well, you can't live if you don't have faith. Without faith, you're not even righteous. And yet people will go to a church and pack the church out and don't even have faith. Can't even get it there. Because you're under the law. Romans, I mean, so Galatians chapter 3 and verse 23 said, but before faith came, we were kept under the law. And you will still be under the law if you don't get somewhere where a man of God, I'm one of them, preaching you the gospel of Christ. All right, because faith had to be revealed. Verse 24, wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ that we might be justified and made righteous by faith. Watch what it said. But after that faith is come, Paul is the one preaching. See, faith couldn't come under the dispensation of the law, faith could not come because you can't have, you can't, we'll go show you that, Romans 11 and 6. Put it in your notes, we'll go to that next. But after that faith has come, we are no longer under, under a schoolmaster. Now you're all the children of God, watch this, by faith in Jesus Christ, our faith in Christ Jesus. If, if you don't have the faith of Christ, you don't, if you don't have the faith of Jesus Christ, I didn't say faith in, the faith of Jesus Christ. You are not even in Christ. You're not even a child of God yet. The faith of the Son of God is what makes you a child of God. You live by the faith of the Son of God. You're right there in Galatians. Look at Galatians chapter 2 and verse 16 and verse 20. Galatians chapter 2. And verse 16 and verse 20, it says, all right, let me start back at verse number 15. 
we who are Jews by nature, not sinners of the Gentiles, because that's what they call the Gentiles, knowing that a man is not justified, the word justified, made righteous by the works of the law. Works of the law is circumcision, water baptism, uh, foot washing, uh, all this thing they had to do under the law, even the bread on the table. All oh, that's the law. God gave that to Moses. I don't know why people can't see that. When Moses came out of Egypt, the first thing they did was have the Passover. They ate the Passover. We're going to go back to the day and show it to you because that was Exodus chapter number 12. They ate the Passover. So you have to know why that God had them to eat the Passover and put the blood over the house, on the doorpost. Put the blood on the doorpost or put the blood on their house. See, now you the house of God. See, if you just think you are the very house of God. See, God gave you that in 1 Corinthians 3, 16, 17. You the, no, you're not. You are the temple of God. Well, where do you think the blood at? It's on the house. Where do you think the bread at? And the meat they were eating, the lamb, it's in the house. See, that's who Christ is. See, if, if you really look at it, but see, you're still, you, you, you don't want to be saved yet. I don't want to see you die and go to hell because you are afraid to be saved. Because you think you're going to offend somebody. What are they going to say if I, if I go to that church? What, what are they going to say if I leave this church? It's your life. We, we, when we was in the world, we just sang a song, it's your thing. Do what you want to do. But this is your life. It's your life. Do what you want to do. Look at somebody and say, it's your life. See, the key is, what you going to do? You going to stay there and please people and die and go to hell? You can't get faith under the law while people are preaching the law. Check your doctrine. That's my message. God gave this to me this morning. Check your doctrine. Now, let me give you the definition for the word doctrine again. Doctrine, the last word was what you believe to be saved. What you're being taught to be saved. Now, let, let's go through the doctrines, shall we? Let's just do that. Let's go, let's go through the doctrine. Let's go back to Matthew. I know I'm early. But let's go back. Wait a minute. I got something out there. I gave you Romans 1 16. I just quoted it. Romans 11 6. Okay. Thank you. Romans chapter 11, verse 6. All right. So in Romans chapter 11, verse 6, told you, see, you can't have, you can't have faith without grace. We'll go to Romans 4 16 next. You couldn't even get grace if you didn't have faith. See, this is why people don't understand. They don't want to teach grace. They want to teach their religion and a tradition. So that way, if you, and they'll say it this way, so if you at this church here and you go somewhere else, you're going to join another church like this. This is our creed and our mess. Because all it is a man thing, and it's, it, 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 it's trying to tell you what to do with your life. 
and people are sitting up in churches dying. And I'm telling you, man, this, this, this is upon me today because I don't want to see people lost. Romans chapter 11, verse 6. And if by grace, then it's no more work. See, if you're still in a ministry where you're still water baptizing, eating the bread off the table, you'll never find grace in there. Because that's works. If it's by grace, it's no more works. Listen, we used to do it too. But when we found grace, we had to leave that. Of course we lost some people, a lot of them. But I'm rather go on knowing I'm right with the Lord than to be a servant of man. I will not teach something and let you die and go to hell just so the church can be full. Oh, here we go. But if by grace, it is no more works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, it's no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. So you can't have both. Let's go to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4 and verse number 16. That's one of the greatest things that, that motivates me positively is when I know when people are going to die and go to hell. I have to give you the word now. If you reject the word, that's between you and God. But you will not be able to stand before God and say, that preacher didn't tell me the truth. It's not going to happen here. Romans 4, 17, 4, 16, I'm sorry. This is why it has to be faith. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. You can't even access the grace of God until you have faith. God gives, if you're a believer, and if you haven't received it, he still gave it to you. God gave us faith so we can access his grace. To access means to enter. See, you cannot enter into the grace of God. It's just like Israel going to the promised land. Well, why didn't they not get into the promised land in, in Numbers before they stayed in the wilderness 38 more years? Why they didn't get in? Why Joshua and Caleb could have got in? Why? One reason, because they believed God. They had faith. See, you can't believe God if you don't have faith. Say it with me. You can't believe God if you don't have faith. Right, so you see, faith is God's ability so you can believe his word. See, when you don't have faith, you can't believe what God said. So those men, they were 12 spies, and they all went to spy the land. But only two men had faith. Joshua and Caleb. So the other 10 kept their whole nation of Israel out of the promises of God. Unbelief. That's why when you read the book of Hebrews chapter 3 and 4, you'll see they did not enter in because of unbelief. 
See, whatever God has for you, you must believe to get it. Let me switch it this way. Not really to get it. You got to believe before the Spirit of God move in your life. See, the Spirit of God works all things in you, both the will and the do of God's good pleasure. So if you don't believe, he can't work in you. See, faith has to be in you, and the Spirit of God operates faith because faith works by love. God is love. All right. Now, Romans 4, 16, one more time. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end. The promise might be sure. That's the Holy Ghost. See, your prom- the promise is the Holy Spirit. That's what you want. But you have to have faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only to only which is of the law, but to that which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. So God gave you faith so you can inherit the promise of the Holy Spirit. We could not get the Holy Spirit without faith. And that's why the gospel of Christ was preached. Let me show you one one verse. Ephesians, I'm going to get to work here in a moment. Ephesians uh, chapter 3. And we're going to start reading with verse 1. See, Ephesians chapter 3, God, God gave the apostle Paul the gospel of Christ for the Gentiles. Let me say it again. God gave, see, the, the, the children of Israel were called the elect. So they already was called the elect of God. They already knew God. They already had a plan. God already had a plan. Ephesians 1 and 4, before the foundation of the world for Israel. But we were without God. Ephesians 2.11, we're not going to these scriptures, I'm sending them on tape so you can study it. Ephesians 2.11, we were without God. We had no promises. No future. So here in Ephesians chapter number 3 and verse 1, we come back to your camera, sir. He said, for this cause, Paul says, I, Paul, the privilege of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. If you heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, watch this, which is given to me for you it, to full, I'm sorry, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery, as I wrote in a few words, whereby when you read, you may understand the knowledge, watch this, in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not known to the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs. This is how you got to be a fellow heir. Say, I'm a fellow heir. I'm of the same body. That's the body of Christ, right? So you are a fellow heir. See, you're not an heir. You are a fellow heir. You are a joint heir, all right? You are the same body, and you are now partakers of the promise in Christ. One way is by the gospel. Come on, somebody put their hand together and thank God for the gospel of Christ. This is the gospel that made you a part and a fellow heir 
a joint heir, a fellow citizen, all these words, of the same body, the body of Christ, and then also receiving the Holy Spirit, all happened because you believe the gospel of Christ. So that's what I'm saying to you. When you know what the words say and you see a person out there believing another gospel, and let me show you their gospel. Look at Matthew 28, 16. See, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are gospels. See, you got to understand, you have to understand they are gospels. I'm going to read Matthew 28, and I want you to put this down. Mark chapter 1, verse 1. The gospel of Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. So you have to know what you believe. So when you go into other churches, put down uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. So I really need somebody to take notes for me today. Okay, if you don't take your notes, take it from me. Do yours later. I just need somebody to know where to go when I ask for a question. All right. Let's go to uh, Matthew 28, 16. Matthew chapter number 28, verse 16. Now, this is what I was taught in 90%, 90 of 99.9% of Baptist churches. This is what they teach right here. Matthew chapter 28. This is their doctrine. And verse 16. Then the 11 disciples. Now if you hear it, you know it's not talking to us, period. But this is what they picked up on because they didn't know anything about the gospel of Christ. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when, he, when, when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus spake to him, if you listen, you know it's not us. I mean, you, can't you read a letter? Them, 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 them disciples. And when he saw them, him, they worshiped, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake to them, saying, all power is given to me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Underline that word, all nations. Because the first thing people tell you, he's talking about all the nations of the world. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about the nations of Israel. Go ye and teach all nations, baptizing them. See, this is what, what we got that from. When I say we, that's where I was. Go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. Remember what they have to observe. All things whatsoever I have commanded you, past tense. I have commanded you. Otherwise, Jesus telling the disciples, you go teach all Israel the same thing I have taught you. Now remember, Paul wasn't there yet. See, that's why I'm teaching the Apostle Paul ministry. You cannot be saved until you believe the Apostle Paul ministry. This is Jesus' ministry. Teaching them to observe all things what I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you, watch that even to the end of the world. I'm going to teach on that. Even to the end of the world is not what you think. All right, and people will accept that the Lord promised to be with us even to the end of the world. Well, what happened after you die, dummy? 
See, he's not with you no more, right? See, you held on to something that wasn't yours. All right, let's move on. I'm not calling you a dummy in here. I'm talking about that's dumb to believe what the Bible did not say to you. Just like a seven and out crowd, that's dumb. Well, people, listen to me. Listen. In, 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 in the book of Psalms, you will see that in 90. 70 years were promised, and if by reason of I mean, if you have a good life, you might get to 75 or 80 at the max. That's not yours, but that's what people are taught in churches. And that's how long they live in those churches. You can guarantee it. And then the pastor would say, well, how old was she? How, how old was she? 80. She, she got 10 more than she did. That, that's how ignorant it is. That's what I mean. God does not teach you physical numbers. He gave you everlasting life. But see, that's what you got to believe. Now, if you, if you come a little short of that and you live 125, 130, okay. You didn't settle for the seven and out club. All right. Now, that's the gospel. Remember, he said, go therefore in all nations. We're going to show you. you <clears throat> you're still in Matthew. Let's back up and let's show, you, let's show you who he was talking to. Go to Matthew chapter 10. The gospel of Matthew chapter 10. And we're going to start reading verse 1. See, if you, if you know who he's talking to, there you go back to Matthew 10 where he said it. Matthew 10 and verse 1. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirit to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases. Now the name of the 12 apostles, and you went through the 12 apostles down in verse number 5. These 12, Jesus sent forth and commanded them, watch this, are you there? Go not the way of the Gentile or in any city of the Samaritan in or not. Remember Matthew 28, 16, he told him to go ye therefore into all nations. But rather in verse 6, he told him to go to, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Do not go to the Gentile. Do not go to the Samaritan. Well, if you believe in like they say, go to all nations, then all nations is all the world. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about all Israel. All right, but rather go into the, do not go to the, uh, only go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, preach what? Saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So they had to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Why? Because that's what Jesus preached. Now let's go over to, then the rest of that told him, don't take anything with them. You'll get that later. Now, let's go in verse number 21. Uh, let's, let's do 22 and 23. 22 and 23, are you there? 22 says, and you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. What? Because that's the name that they have to do everything under. Everything most people do in churches today is in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus was not given to Gentiles. 
So that's why the Bible says, if you ask anything in my name, I do it. He told them that in John chapter 14. Remind me, I'll, I'll do that. Find it in John 14, and I'll quote it. He never told Gentiles. The name of Jesus was not ever given, and yet people are baptizing churches in the name of Jesus Christ. There are most people can't say nothing unless they say in the name of Jesus. Because they believe things going to work when they say in the name of Jesus. See, it's your doctrine that causes it to work. The Holy Spirit will not do anything unless it's your doctrine. You can't just use it. You can't use a bad, say something that you want to say, then say in Jesus' name and think it's going to work. Just like you got some, some people out there want to plead the blood. I plead the blood. The blood is on you, dummy. How you going to plead it? The blood is on the house. See, all this stuff. See, that's others doctrine. And people picks up on that stuff. We got to plead the blood. See, you don't know what the word says. Even, even the people at Moses didn't plead the blood. They put the bullet on the doorpost. But today, we super spiritual, see. Pick up on all kind of garbage. Now, in Matthew chapter uh, 10, verse 22, And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, for my name's sake, but he that endure to the end shall be saved. The end of what? The end of the law, the end of my dispensation. The end of the prophets. And, and that's why Jesus came. He was the end of the law. All right. And verse number 23. But when they persecute you in this city. See, now that, this city was Jerusalem. So that's why you, you, you had people used to say this to us. Uh, Jesus said, you got the first Acts chapter 1. We'll see that. He said, beginning at Jerusalem. And then going to Samaria and all to the innermost part of the world. See, they said, well, Jer Jerusalem was your hometown. I, I asked question. They said, I said, man, they said Jerusalem. Well, you know you ain't from Jerusalem. That's your hometown. So you start in Jerusalem and just go abroad. Just lie to me like a dog. Just lie to me. You think of stuff people told you they dead. Now you can't do it no matter. But when, they, but when they persecute you in this city, what city, Jerusalem? Flee to another. For verily I said to you, you shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the Son of Man be come. People read that and they still don't believe Jesus came yet. All the people within Israel 2,000 years ago are dead. And you still don't believe Jesus came yet. See, that's what happened when you listen to false line preachers. Check your doctrine. Now, that's Matthew. Now, let's go to Mark. The Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 16. All these at the end of the book, and they, all of these was to Israel. Now, this is what the apostolic believe, this one. We go, we, the apostolic really believe in the apostles' doctrine. And the apostles were the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 leaders of Israel. And that's what they're teaching most people in churches. People in churches don't know what they believe. All they got, all they go, amen, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And they just get up, have that organ ready for them in the morning, polished up. So all they're going to do is get the edge of a chair and, 
ain't gonna know nothing in this book. It's okay to praise him. Keep your eyes open. All right. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Jesus rose from the dead in verse 14. After he appeared unto the eleven, the eleven, because one just hung himself, and he upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. In verse 15, and he said to them, go into all the world. See, if you don't know what that means, I just showed you going to all Israel, but Israel is called the world. See, I'm going to show you that when the Bible said, love not the world in 1 John 2, 15, neither the thing that's in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father not in him. For all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and pride of life. It's not of the fathers of the world, and the world passed away. And that's what happened to old Israel. It passed away. But until you know what the word said, God so loved the world. You think that's the planet? Come on, Israel. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel. What gospel? The gospel of the kingdom to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized. That was the gospel of the kingdom. And I'm going to show you to you in a minute. That was Jesus' gospel. The gospel of the kingdom. He that believeth and is baptized, watch this, shall be saved. Future tense. But he's not talking about saved by being saved going to heaven. He's talking about saved when the wrath of God come. Matthew 3, 7. Matthew 3, 7. Who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? They will be saved from wrath. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Watch this. In my name shall they cast out devils. People are still trying to do that in his name. Well, you are the body of Christ. You don't have to use his name to cast the devil out. You have the faith of God. Just tell the devil to go. Just tell the devil. You don't, I'm trying to show you something. You, just because you say in Jesus' name, Satan is, the spirits are not operating because you use his name. It's operating because you have faith. Come on, the Bible says if you have faith, as a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou moved, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in your heart, but believe those things you say shall come to pass. You can have whatever you say. It doesn't happen because you use the name. It happened because you have the faith. See, the problem is people are going to church, but they don't have the faith of the Son of God because they're trying to get it by something they're doing. I'm going to show you faith is a gift. And it's given to those that believe the gospel of Christ. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devil. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpent. This is why a man had a church service. You see it on television. He got a whole thing of serpents. They said the Bible said, Take up serpent, drink any deadly thing. Had a man did that. Said, well, God told him by drinking anything, thing, it shall not hurt me and killed him dead. <laughs> See, that's the doctrine he was trying to follow. You, you, can't, you can't drink any deadly thing. Dominic going to kill you. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God and they went forth. And they preached everywhere, the Lord working with them. 
and confirming the word with signs following. The, the Lord working with them. Well, now it's the Holy Ghost with us. Different dispensation. All right, let's go to Gospel of St. Luke. Oh, I got to go to Matthew 4, 23. I got to give you the... Uh, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23. Are you enjoying the word? Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23. This is what Jesus taught, the gospel of the kingdom. This is what most people are teaching or trying to teach. How do I know? Been there and done that. Got the t-shirt. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Healing all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases among the people. It doesn't mean that God don't want that, but it's written, it would happen if you preached the word. Let me, let me say it again. It don't just happen because you use the name Jesus. That was that dispensation. Now it happened when you preach the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ, watch this, Romans 1.16, is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, also to the Greek. The gospel of Christ is the power of God. Why do you think the demons came out of people when Jesus said it? Because he is the word of God. All right, Acts chapter 2, I'm sorry, Matthew 4, 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases among the people. Why was he doing it? Because he is the word of God. And that's why the Bible said, Hebrew 4, the word of God is quick. I need the scripture. 4.12, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharp than any two-edged sword, piercing, even to the divine son of soul and spirit, and also of the joints and the marrow and of the thoughts and intents of the heart. See, that's the word of God. So if you're preaching the word, the word of God is the power of God. They did not know how to preach the word then. They didn't have the word. They had the word, but it was manifested. Jesus is the manifestation of the word. You got the word, the word of truth, reveal word. So you got to have confidence in the word. That's why God gave you faith. He gave you faith in the word. The gospel of Christ, the power of God, do, would do the same thing that the manifested Jesus did when he came here. Let me say that again. The gospel of Christ with the faith that you have in your heart. Preaching the gospel of Christ will do the same thing that the manifest of Jesus Christ did when he was here. Cast out devils, heal the sick, cleanse the blood, do the same thing, same works. Only thing about it is you don't have to get in the way if you know how to preach the word. See, this is what happened to me one time. There was a time that a person came to our ministry when we was on Elizabeth Lake. And this person had devils, I mean, big time. And we was trying to cast the devil out. I mean, we come out here in the name. I'm telling you, 
That person got up, walked down the aisle on their tippy toes. God my witness. And I didn't know. All I had to do was get, those per get that person to believe the gospel of Christ. Because once Christ comes in, how many know the devil goes out? That's what you got to understand. Once a person receives Christ in them, then spirit goes out of them. That's what you got to understand. All right. Now, uh, let, let's go to, I gave you Matthew, Mark, and Luke. We go to Luke now. For all I don't get this service, believe me, I got I, my guns. My, uh, uh, the word of God is ready to go. All right. Let's go to the last chapter. That's 24. Um, Luke, and then I'm going to close out with the apostles' doctrine. I'm going to show you that in the book of Acts. Luke chapter 24, coming back to your camera, sir. And verse 15. Then opened he their eyes, understand them, sir. Once they, once they believe who he is, he opened their understanding that they may understand the scripture. And he said to them, this is written and it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And watch what he told them to preach. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Remember I told you that Jesus told his disciples that to teach them what I have taught you? Well, that's what, why people are teaching this today. And that remission, repentance, churches are still teaching repentance. Churches are still preaching you the forgiveness of sin. The word remission means forgiveness. Should be preached, watch that, in his name, among all nations, watch this, beginning at Jerusalem. And now I send the promise of the Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. All right, now, that's why I say he was at, at Jerusalem. All right, now let's go to, to, to show you the last one, and this is going to be the Apostles' Doctrine. Go to Acts chapter 2. This is what... This is what most other churches preach. So if you gather all together, you get them all. They'll preach it either Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, or Acts, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is Jesus, or in Acts chapter 2, the apostle's doctrine. And the apostle got the same doctrine that Jesus had. The doctrine did not change to Paul came. Faith, I want to say it again, faith did not come to Paul came. Paul, Paul is the only one that preached faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The only way you live is by the faith. Somebody make sure they have that for me. That's Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. We'll look at that before we leave. We're in Acts now, chapter 2, and what verse? Let's, let's, I was going to start earlier, but let's go to verse 36. Acts 2, 36. Therefore, that all the house of Israel, wait a minute. You know, this is how wicked folk are. This is how wicked they are. They can't prove the word of God wrong, so they change who we are. So that's what people are preaching you today. They, not, they know they can't change it, so they say, well, we are the house of Israel. How many heard that? Because that's what they're saying that for. We are the black Jews. 
I mean, they got all kind of stuff going out there. So don't get caught. That's another doctrine. People are not Jews scripturally after the cross. Because to become a Jew, you had to be circumcised under the Abrahamic covenant that end at the cross. Okay, the nation, the nation of Israel is still here. But the people are not called Jews anymore. They say they are Jews. I don't even argue that. Say what you want to say. But the Abrahamic covenant is over at the cross. All right. Now, now Jew now is spiritual. All right. So that's why people try to say, well, we, we that. Let me move on. Acts chapter 2, verse 36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know surely that God hath made that same Jesus, whom you crucified, watch who he is now, both Lord and Christ. Who is he? Both Lord and Christ. Now, therefore, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, and they said to Peter, remember, Paul wasn't preaching until you, you got to chapter 13. They said to Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, repent. Now, how in the world Gentile can get in that verse, I do not know. Peter was not your apostle. Then Peter said to them, repent, be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. What is he quoting? He quoted what Jesus told them and what Jesus taught. Repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and watch this and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Well, how do you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost today? I'm asking you because I gave you the scripture this morning. I gave Ephesians chapter 3, 1 through 6. In verse 6, I said to you, you became a fellow heir, you became of the body of Christ, and you received the Holy Ghost by the gospel of Christ. See, it, do no, it, it would do no good. This is why so many people are, are believing false doctrine because they don't know what they believe. See, you need to make sure that that question ever asked again. You don't have to da 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 da. All right. Watch this. Repent, be baptized, in verse 38. Repent, be baptized, everyone in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I ask you, how did you receive the Holy Spirit? See, you just work on that. I got one person over here, my wife helping y'all out. You work on that. You don't know how you receive the gospel. You, listen, this is what I'm saying. If you don't know how you receive the Holy Ghost, guess what? You probably ain't got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> because if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you sure don't know how you got him. When you go back to Ephesians chapter 3, we're going to come back here at Acts chapter 2, verse 39. But go to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6. Now, I appreciate it. You're right in your pretty Bible. If you don't know how you got the Holy Ghost, most likely you don't have it. I'm going to show you in, in this teaching, probably the next service now, how you got faith. If you don't know how you got faith, you don't know how you got the Holy Spirit, listen, you're not going to church. It's like, it's like going to my class and you don't pass. Oh, I knew I'm not going to pass and I go to this class. The class I teach now is life. It's not English no more. That was supposed to be my major, but it's not English no more. It's life. You don't want to flunk life. You don't want to come till your end. 
And somebody said, do you have faith? I, I guess. You're on your last bed. I'm the last somebody to see you. And I'm asking, you got faith? I guess. Do you have the Holy Spirit? I don't know. Boy, that's a bad testimony in the, in the last few minutes of your life. Like I said, this is not a game. This is life. All right, now I told you to go what? Ephesians? Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 6, just one verse. You got a mark in your Bible, man. This, this is no game. If the Bible's not yours, get one. We got them in the storehouse. Let me know you don't have one. Pastor, I just don't have the money to buy one. We'll give you one. Go down there and pick out one. Only if you don't have one. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 3. Are you in Ephesians chapter 3? Just verse 6 on the screen. There it is. That the Gentiles shall be fellow heirs of the same body, partake of his promise. That's the Holy Ghost in Christ by the gospel. That's why I told you earlier you need to write that down. All right. Now let's go to Acts. See, the key is check your doctrine. If you're over here trying to believe Acts 2.38, can't you see why you don't have the Holy Ghost? I at least only got one amen. Why? It's not your doctrine. He tested what he gave the Jews. I read that in Acts 2.36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know. And verse number, th verse number 38 says, Repent, be baptized, everyone in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Can't you see why people do not have the Holy Spirit? For the promise is to you and to your children to us all, uh, for all as many as the Lord our God sh shall call. See, that's not you. You are the call. Shall call. Verse 40 says, And with many of the word did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation 2,000 years ago. Then they that gladly receive his word. See, they that gladly receive his doctrine were baptized. The same day they were added to, the, uh, uh, to them, uh, added to them, added to them, added to them, about 3,000 souls. And they continue steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, and not yours, and fellowship, and in breaking of bread. That's what folks still do in breaking bread. They are still in the apostles' doctrine. They still baptizing and still breaking of bread on the first Sunday. They are still in the apostles' doctrine. That's why they don't have faith. That's why they don't have eternal life. My time is up. I thank you for yours. Come on, get up on your feet. Check your doctrine. You don't have the Holy Spirit. You don't have faith. Maybe you are believing the wrong doctrine. Come on, let's give the Lord a great big hand. Come on, we can do a little better. We're going to thank God for this word. I'm telling you, this is life-changing. This is life-changing here. Life-changing. Come in this camera. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Moreover, brothers, I declare to you the gospel, Paul says, which I preach to you, which also you have received in where you stand, by which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preach unto you. Not Peter, not James, not John. What I preach to you. 
unless you have believed in vain. I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scripture. And that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scripture. This is what Paul preached. So if you are saved, you've got to believe what Paul preached because that is Paul's doctrine, called the doctrine of Christ. I, not the doctrine of Christ, I'm sorry. The doctrine of the Apostle Paul. Because if you are not, if you are not saved by that doctrine, you believe the wrong doctrine. There is a, be not said it because there's a doctrine of Christ I haven't gotten yet. There's a doctrine of Sadducees. There's a doctrine of Pharisees. There's a lot of doctrine. Know what doctrine you believe. I pray to God this tape will be the tape that burn your heart for the rest of your life because you're going to know what doctrine you're being taught. Now, if you listen to us out there, you might not have a pastor, might not have a church home. I'm talking also to people in this house. You don't have a pastor, don't have a church home. You don't know what you believe. If I were you, I'd get out, walk down this aisle. I'm going to step down there and pray with you because you got to know what doctrine you are following, know how you are saved. So if you're in this church today, Pastor, I don't even know if I'm saved. You know, I just say, walk there, I'm going to come down and be with you. But I'm going to let the television order go first while I'm talking. Is there any out there? Don't know. Pastor, I don't know. I don't know about do I have faith. I don't know do I have the Holy Spirit. But you know what? I want faith and I want the Holy Spirit. Well, you have to come. You came to church, now come to the altar. Let me come down and pray with you. Hey, to those who watch this on television right now, same thing to you. If you don't have Christ, you don't know Christ died for your sins. He was buried and God raised Jesus from the dead. You don't know that. You don't know you're saved. You don't know you have faith. You don't know you have the Holy Spirit. You keep watching this television broadcast, you're going to find out very shortly. Hey, my time is up. I thank for yours. And the door of faith is open unto you. Thank you for listening to the Dora Faith Ministries podcast. I hope this message was a blessing to you and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Also, be sure to find us online at www.mydoorfaith.org. That's www.mydoorfaith.org.